Hello, and welcome to a supplemental episode of Civil Politics, uh, here with uh, Michael Dow, uh, that's me talking, and uh, John Roberts and Sue Timberlake are joining me, and we got more to say about the uh, two nights of debates, the opening salvo uh, for the Democratic Party, with 20 people on two different nights all getting on stage and yammering at one another. Yeah, and, they were really jockeying. And I got to say, uh, I really kind of hate this format, but Jonner had some interesting things to say about why the format is actually useful. Oh, um, well, the, the in general, like what we were talking about before. Um, so the reason that I like uh, this format, especially with this amount of people, you know, there are different uh, debating formats. There's town halls, there's this, there's... Lincoln um, Douglas. Lincoln and Douglas, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, and... Um, free-for-alls. This is kind free of a fights. free-for-all. <laughs> uh they, I think having the uh, the time limits and the mods being able to kind of mess with who gets enough time and who gets time is is good because it's chaotic. Uh, because there's so many people, you can see because of the chaos, you can see how these people react and how they act and how they use uh, their time in a in a space where they don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, and if it's if it's more structured, then you can be more strategic, uh, which is also an important thing to see. But the um, but when you uh, but when you see someone in just an environment where they where they can only have control if they try to take it or if they try to work within the system or if they try to wait for their moment then you can really see what uh, what they're made of. That was one of the moments, one of the clips we played during the show was when uh, Kamala Harris, the senator from California, said, you know, guys, people don't want to see a food fight. Hey, guys, you know what? America does not want to witness a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on their table. She so took control of that. Yeah. And she's one of the yeah. few that did because both nights there were – times like that and there wasn't really i didn't see very much of that she's cool under fire in a way that reminds me of barack obama mm. and i think part of it's the ah yep 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 thanks for all the racism guys it's <laughs> awesome keeping my cool however has allowed you know having to deal with it all has allowed me to keep my cool in ways that white people find amazing <laughs> yeah if, if we're gonna get real that's ex that is like um i think getting real is a good idea that is not really something that uh, we're able to do in life. Um, I don't. I actually don't know where Cory Booker was there. He might have been. He might have been in in there too. Not with uh, Kamala Harris. He was the first night. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I keep forgetting. So yeah, she was the only person person of color on the stage. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. And she and was the only one on the first point. night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, actually, I guess Julian no, Castro, get, depending on how you want also. Tulsi Yes, right. Of course. Uh, so I was distracted by the streak of silver in her hair. Mm. <laughs> it, it, I would no. I just like as like a damn. That's really well structured because I mean you know part of how a candidate you know part of the point of having a televised debate is you get to see the candidates exactly. Yeah. And you know appearance is by no means the most important thing, but how they present themselves does tell you something about them, the way they want to communicate themselves. So she's young, but she has just this streak of silver, uh, you know, I imagine Pre where she's... Prematurely gray right. or something. But it, 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 it conveys a sense of gravitas, but it was well 
position. So she doesn't look like, you know, she's she's the anti-Bernie where it's like, Jesus, dude, do you even know what a comb is? <laughs> I mean, she she's the anti-Hickenlooper because that is a toupee. I oh, don't yeah. care what anybody says. Uh, Bernie has his has his hair. Mm-hmm. That is not Hickenlooper's hair. <laughs> Fair um, but yeah, I mean the the um, the thi- the thing that uh, about that. I mean, just about that is the she had uh, a commanding presence too, Tulsi Gabbard. The, yeah, yeah the presence, good. the way that you want to communicate yourself. Um, uh, what I was saying, why why I tell people is I can read about your your policies, I can read about your opinions, uh, but I need when I see you in in different environments that's how i learn about you uh without because you can say all you want but if you like bernie if you almost poke someone in the face because you're oh, you were saying your, he almost got biden in the second debate biden literally flinched back because he thought a hand was coming toward him and to me that that shows maybe not like that's not a whole thing but that shows that you know, you're you're not really aware of your personal space and other people's personal space, and that tells me something. Actually, Biden's no. been accused of that with women. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that yeah. didn't come up at all. I, that was no, interesting. Well, I, there's no way to bring that up in a. In, I don't think there's really a, a good way to bring that up in a debate. Without, Maybe later when the. I don't. Not, I don't think there's a good way to bring something like that up in a debate uh, without getting some dirt on you, like. You're the one bringing this oh, up. Oh, so you'd have to do it, yeah. but planning to leave you the race. You really have yeah. to, well, planning to leave sort the race. Sort of sacrifice play. really have to be strategic at exactly the right moment to get a dunk on him. And then it, you would have to move on. You couldn't dwell on that because it's kind, it's calling someone creepy yeah. is, I think know, tactically, tough. if if you just think about the tactics of it, if you want to sort of uh, uh, draw attention to uh, uh, Mr. Biden's uh problematic history with women and his lack of respect for them you know a far easier thing to talk about is the way he handled the anita hill anita hill's testimony in the clarence thomas hearings yeah that would yeah definitely because that's uh you know i i I kind of time had had sort of dulled my memory of that but i actually looked at some of the old footage on youtube and i was like oh Uh, yeah he was in charge and he was right there screw you biden (laughs) yeah but the but the way that you can you can really tell about a like when he's standing a little too close or when he's hugging someone a little too long that really tells you about the person because that nonverbal communication is something that uh, people have less control over. Yes, uh, and like when um, President Bush gave um, Angela Merkel. Yeah, like a and you could tell that she was exactly. You yeah. can you can even if she was trying to be nice and be like ah you know. You shrink yeah, away a bit. Yeah. You can you can tell you can tell a lot of things if and someone crosses their arms at a certain time. If someone looks away at a certain time, if someone looks right at you with a certain look, you can tell something. Um, Biden had a very angry look on his face at, through the end of the the oh, debate. Oh, interesting. And I I think I was saying before I went in the other room. Yeah. So I was listening to the closing statements. I actually wasn't watching them at the closing yeah, statements. Yeah, he was so not happy. Them. And you can't you can't completely unless you're a fantastic liar or a sociopath. Or a sociopath, <laughs> exactly. You cannot hide that. Um or it's incredibly hard to hide something. So like with that. Biden, um I would love to see somebody circle back and say I think I've mentioned to this to you guys before but you know he's his position is that it's not 
you know, he's he's learning to get better buying trees, but it's not disrespectful when he smells a woman's hair. And mm-hmm. and and I, you know, as no, a yes. feminist, say, well, would you smell a guy's hair? Exactly. He would punch you in the nose. Yeah. And it, you know, it is really a real thing. But I understand what you're saying is very difficult to do that in a yeah. debate yeah. format. You'd have to have some something come up that was the reason, or the moderator do it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. be. Um, but what, one thing I wanted to bring up uh, for the focus is the nonverbal communication that I was talking about. Um, Every Friday, I do a political um, stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash pressstartmorlock uh, for, my, for my other show, but I also do this every Friday at like 3.30. Um, today, we went over uh, the final statements of each candidate uh, and where not what they said, but where they looked. There are three places where you can look when you're on stage and you're making a... Uh, a final statement. You can look at the moderators that are right in front of you. You can look at the crowd who are, you know, a a little behind, or you can look directly into the camera. And to me, those three things um, mean very specific things. And what do they mean? The mod, if you're looking at the moderator, that means your focus is on the moderator. That means you're giving the most respect to them and you're speaking to them. So when you're in a debate, when you're making these statements, you're trying to convince someone. You're trying to feed off someone. Uh, and if the mo- if you're looking at the moderator, that means you think unconsciously, you think that they are the ones in control. Oh, you're ceding control to them a little bit. Sort of they've run the debate and now you're going to exactly. address them back. Which is an issue um, <clears throat> because you're they're not the people you're trying to to convince they're they're not and tell the don't tell the media that (laughs) or chuck todd or (laughs) the second thing is the crowd if you're looking at the crowd that means you're you are more comfortable working a crowd you're trying to get the crowd on your side so you can have followers and you can receive that energy from from the crowd um that means you're focusing on the people that are directly in front of you, not directly in front of you, but the people that are in the room with in you. the room with you, and you're trying to own the room. Mm-hmm. This is a televised debate, and there are more people than that. And then we get to the camera. You look directly into camera. That means you're talking to the people. You're ignoring everything else because you are not trying to get the room behind you. You're not trying to really get followers. Because those guys are partisans. Yeah, in the room. Exactly. There are no, there. it's a democratic debate. There are going to be some independents in there, but there's not going to be a lot of people in there that are really undecided if they're going to vote democratic, probably. They, but they all want to hear what you have to say. The people watching, some of them don't want to hear what you want to say. But if you're talking to the camera, that means your eyes are focused and you, you are looking me in the eye because I'm looking at you. And that, that when you can see someone looking at you, not in a creepy way, but if you can see someone looking at you in the eye, that means they're, you are paying attention to them and they are paying attention to you. So is there uh, one of these uh, three options that you think is like the right one or the wrong one? I mean, Can't obviously work. they're all different and there's different ways to, to value Fo- it, but for focusing, leader? Uh, focusing on the mod uh, on, sorry, I'm using internet speak. On the moderators. Fo- focusing on the moderators is, is the incorrect thing to do. 
Right. Um, focusing on the crowd, not really. You need to focus on the camera. Um, if you're not... If you're going national. You're on TV. Yeah. Um, if you're in just a room, then there's no camera, so you go to the crowd. But if you if there's a camera... And it is it is televised, and you are and and you are performing for a wider audience. Then you need to go to that wider audience. That's my this is my opinion. Uh, so if so, the people how did they do? I wrote it down. Oh. Right. <laughs> so it's 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 kind of the difference between uh, uh, doing a stand up comedy show in a club versus I'm doing a stand-up comedy show on, you HBO know, or... on, on, on late night with David Letterman or Stephen Colbert or whatever. Yes. And so, yes, I have to talk to the audience cause they're right in front of me and I need their laughs. But at the same time, in the end, I really do have to make sure that it looks good for the camera exactly. because all the folks at home, this is their chance to see me. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Most of your focus has to be on the camera. If you're trying to convince someone that you are X Mm-hmm. then you have to try to convince the most amount of people and the most amount of people are not in that room. So you should be focusing on your portal to other people. And plus, plus, looking at a crowd, you cannot look everyone directly in the eye. If you're looking at the camera, everybody looking at the camera, is going. you are going to meet their gaze if you do it right. All right. So, so give us your rundown. First night, Delaney looked at the crowd. De Blasio looks at the camera. Inslee and Ryan, they're kind of half and half between the moderators and the crowd. Which Inslee and who? Inslee and Ryan. Tim Ryan. Ryan. Yep. Uh, Gabbard, camera. Castro, into the camera. Klobuchar, into the camera. Booker, O'Rourke, and Warren, into the crowd. Really? Yes. Booker, O'Rourke? O'Rourke, and Warren. And Klobuchar? Klobuchar was the camera. Oh, and Warren was the crowd. Yes. Oh, that's interesting because exactly. that's a mistake. Well, it, sort of. Sort of. I mean, the the thing is, there is some wiggle room there because if you're more comfortable speaking to an audience, like a like a like a lecture, then that's that is your comfort zone. Also, it also shows you your comfort zone. It also shows shows you know if you're if you're laying back on that because you're nobody's really going to have a camera in their face constantly and the real the folks that have done this more at a national level are the ones that are looking at the camera a little bit a little bit um but i think it's yeah you can really tell that john delaney like oh he was looking at the moderators huh he was looking at the crowd oh at the crowd okay it was Ryan and Inslee. Oh, okay. He, Delaney was darting everywhere. He was like, yeah. he was giving a speech. Yep. He wasn't giving a statement. He was giving a speech. He yeah. was looking there. He was, and, and as a performer, you should know, like, you, you try to meet as many people's gaze as possible so you can bring them in. So if you're looking, if you're turning your head and looking different places, that means that you're trying to get into the crowd's head which is good for a speech but not great for a televised statement especially yep. with the covers that this these debates have exactly yeah, millions huge. of people you can look millions of people directly in the eye and say this is who i am instead of looking down or down into the left so down what did you think left. of uh <laughs> thank you oliver stone uh so um yeah, the and the other thing is if you the people that were looking into the camera, um, they are more th- most of them are higher in the polls. Um, 
either Gabbard, because of Castro, Klobuchar on the first night. They're they're doing pretty well. De Blasio, he's just he's, he's just in New York camera. Yeah, he's a New um, Yorker. He would know. Booker and uh, Warren surprised me. I thought Warren looked in the camera honestly, but she's a she's a teacher. Yep, she's so she's engaging the people her, right in front of her. her. Com- that's her comfort zone, yeah. which is unfortunate. Yeah. She needs to get out of that. Yeah. Uh, the second night, Swalwell looked directly at the camera. Um, really? Swalwell looked at the camera. He can work the camera. Williamson looked at the crowd because she's a public speaker. Mm-hmm. Bennett looked at the mods the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could see his his eyes were were going off screen directly towards where the mods are. Um, Hickenlooper was the crowd. Uh, Gillibrand was the crowd. Yang, Harris, Buttigieg, and Biden, all camera. What about Bernie? Bernie was the crowd. Hmm. Of course. Yeah. Bernie is Bernie works a crowd. He's like he's like Carnival Barker. Yep. He, um, he's he, definitely like a have soapbox will travel. He f- and the th- the thing is that s- some people feed off the energy of a crowd. Uh-huh. That he is definitely one of those people. Yep. Williamson is the same thing. Yeah. She wants she wants you can see they want followers. Uh, and they, they're they, not trying to convince people. And they're, their energy goes up when they get a response. You exactly. You can see it elevates them. Where exactly. was Biden? Uh, Biden was to the camera because he's a professional. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. He definitely knows. Um, Harris definitely knows. Yang is um, is good on camera. He's a quick study. He's a quick study. Uh, uh, Buttigieg, um, he knows where it's at. Like, that's, that's the thing. Like, if you look at... And this is just where your gaze is like how you're and i want everybody listening to to think about this where people are looking how are they where their focus is how they are holding themselves uh and what what they do when they're speaking how how controlled they are how wild they are whatever and anything in between because that really tells you about for good or ill about who they are and how how they're how they use their energy how professional they are. You know, it's funny, we were talking before we went on the air um, about the soccer a little bit, and um, a soccer player, the Because the U.S. <laughs> women beat the French. <laughs> they did. But... Megan Rapino. In a, in a penalty shot, the player should always win that's, got, that's taking the shot. The, the, the odds are totally in favor of the player. If they can put it in the upper right-hand corner or left corner, you can't get it as a goal. You just can't yeah. physically get there. Yeah. So one of the things that people do is they don't mean to, but they think about what they're going to do, and then just quickly their eyes flick up to where they're going to put it. And if you're a good professional player, you have been trained to never do that. You think about it. And you plan it out, but you never, because the goalie's watching you. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. The goalie in reverse is trying to do something that makes you think they're going to go to the right or the left. But the truth is that, you know, the player should always win a penalty kick. So I always say that the goalie wins a game. Yeah. But anyway, but it's interesting because the better you are, the less likely you are to allow that to happen in your gaze to go to the wrong place. Yeah. If you know what you're doing. Done it a million times. Mm-hmm. Been there. Yeah, and a good politician knows when when you're in certain situations you act a certain way. If you're in other situations, you act a certain way. If you're on stage on a national televised debate, then you look in the camera for the. In my opinion, yeah. but make sure you get the crowd first you, with you. You pretty much <laughs> already have the crowd. 
Yeah. That's the thing. Certainly at an event like this where yeah. they're pretty much most of the people in the audience are engaged and kind of partisan, you know. And they, this is they're the interested end, in the Democrats, yeah. Too. And during during the debate, um you're not looking at the camera, you're looking at your at the mods because you want to get their attention because they're in control. Or the person you're taking on. You're taking it you Cuz Kamala at Harris person. was looking right at Biden when she confronted him. Yep. And he sure. was he was looking down. He looked and she was like I I'm not saying you're a racist. Yeah. I respect you. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that it was really hurtful that you... And it was like a perfect... Yeah. It was just perfectly... It was. Side note, was. that is exactly how you approach a racist. Yeah. You don't call them a racist because nobody likes to be called a racist. And you will get in trouble. I just don't like your behavior. Yeah. You, you are... <laughs> that was racist behavior. Yep. That You are not... Don't call someone a racist. But um, I just want to... End on, That's on one thing. very interesting, and um, I, now I'm sorry that I missed the end. <laughs> I mean, it's on it's on YouTube and everything, but I want I just want it's it's audio, but um, we're going to describe what's going to happen. I'm going to look at Sue directly in your eye now. Uh oh. Now we're talking, and yep. I'm looking at you. I'm focusing on you. I feel like what's next going to happen? Exactly. You're <laughs> you're in now. Yep. I'm going to talk to you, and I'm looking everywhere else. I'm looking at Mike. Hi, hi, Sue. How are you doing? Like that. You're not. You're not engaged with. Yeah, me. I started to look at my papers again. Exactly, because <laughs> I'm Ex- like, okay, I'm off the hook. Exactly, exactly, yeah. and that's something that a lot of people in it, all people in public speaking and in, in in public don't know. So I think that's a that's a that's a good uh, place to to end this little supplemental episode talking about the uh, the debates and the format thereof and and how there actually is some value in the otherwise. Uh, chaotic free-for-all that that sometimes prevails um oh and the only other note i think we have is uh don't let chuck todd be in charge just <laughs> we all agree we all agree yeah any of the other four off pe- meet the press too. yeah <sighs> any of the other four people would be good but yeah. i love tim russert on meet the press i thought he was amazing but yeah todd i don't know why they gave it to him but yeah i it's agree the yeah and he's a redhead so, uh, that's going to do it for this supplemental episode of Civil Politics. Thanks for listening, and uh, uh, hope you'll check out our show on its regular time, Fridays at 7 p.m. on uh, 103.3 FM, uh, WXOJLP uh, 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 Valley Free Radio out of Northampton, Massachusetts. Uh, and thanks again. So long. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro and thank you for listening.